I want to invite, uh, you know, I, I was so happy I called Zia for advice and and we talked, you know, and share ideas and I, I'm so happy for our friendship and uh, and so I want you to meet him and if you haven't, many of you maybe have, but many of you haven't even met him and so uh, uh, here's my brother, Pierre Zia. Good evening. Delighted to be here and so happy to see all of you and looking forward. I hope to meeting as many of you as I can. <coughs> and I'm very grateful to the um, Sufi Ruhaniyat International for hosting this year's retreat. I think the Federation has served a very important purpose and has been part of a process that has um, unfolded in the last years, which has more and more fully realized the potential for enacting the message of love, harmony, and beauty, not merely as a verbal teaching, but as an, a practice between ourselves, which is really the, the evidence of the message. It's one thing to speak in lofty terms about um, spiritual ideals, but what, what really makes a difference in the world, what really magnetizes people and um, shows a path into the future is what, when we can demonstrate these ideals in our life. And I think that's what um, Al-Mushid, Mushid Naid Khan, that is what he intended, what he envisioned when he spoke of, of his movement as be, being the, the nucleus for the emergence of the planetary brotherhood-sisterhood. That by realizing this possibility amongst ourselves, we might serve as a, a nucleus, a template, a... a a gravitational field where forces come into alignment. But, but we cannot act in that way if we are divided within ourselves when we are in conflict. So this, the, the conflicts that have um, developed um, over the last um, century, and as Mashid um, Karim Baksh rightly says, that we're not um, unique in this, that this is a pattern if one studies throughout the world, cultures, religions, um, uh, sectarianism always um, follows revelation and um, and the result of sectarianism all too often is armed conflict so we're fortunate actually <laughs> we're, we're, we're fortunate that we haven't been um, as successful as we might like otherwise <laughs> So we, we might as well sort these issues out before we have um, b before we have um, arsenals at our disposal. <laughs> and um, it's been a very uh, real, sincere, and meaningful process of um, mutual discovery and dialogue and understanding. And I have um, my own understanding of the. Um, various orders, their histories, and the guiding figures of those orders has been um, 
certainly transformed and I expect will continue to transform. I don't think that I'll ever quite have the full view. I think that all of us um, are in the process of continual um, rediscovery. And more and more our assumptions, our, our caricatures of each other are um, seeming less and less um, absolute. Yes, perhaps we still have ideas about something of the, the, the persona of this group or that group, but more and more what, what replaces it and what's, what's more real in our consciousness is our lived experience of contacts with fellow travelers on the path within those orders. And that, that, that's more um, poignant and, and um, significant than any concepts that we might have because the, the, the caricatures are now translated into real life um, conversations, um, the listening to um, Pierre Shabda um, singing or listening to Mushid um, Karimbaksh giving a sermon. All of these are memorable experiences that I'll always cherish. And also many conversations with, with many Murids from various orders who are s seeking souls and, and, and um, discovering souls and whose discoveries spark um, mutual awakening. Um, that, that process is one that um, when it begins and, um, and progresses, it takes on a life of its own. And then the sectarian walls and the, the stereotypes can no longer um, command um, attention because um, the, the evidence of reality itself is so pressing. So I think that's what's happening in these gatherings. And um, the, I think there has been very deep um, uh, mutual rediscovery and healing. And my hope is that we're actually at a, at, a, at a juncture, an important juncture now, 100 years since the Hajira, since the emigration of Murshid from India, that um, having gone through this process, yes, we'll need to continue to listen to each other, continue to hear the stories and to, to be connected at the heart level. But now I think we, we can make a movement toward the future. This process up until now has been primarily oriented to reviewing the past, reviewing the mistakes of the past, taking responsibility. But I think we're coming to a point now where what's really important, yes, remain grounded in our history. But really now the question is, we have this wealth of heritage, we have this um, richness of community, we have these um, authentic traditions. Now look out at the world and see what is actually happening on the planet. What are the what are the challenges and opportunities? What, um, what does the message have to say? And how can we uh, collectively, um, with the greatest effectiveness, put ourselves into the service of the message? Nothing else is, from my perspective, no, no, uh, no other considerations are more important than that, because that is why we're here. We, yes, we begin, uh, we enter the path, um, motivated by our own sense of need, our, our, our longing for greater completeness, greater connection. But as we progress more and more, our motive becomes that of service to that which is greater than ourselves. And then 
when we realize that we are part of a community of service and we realize that we share a, a vision, well, then we've got to work out amongst ourselves how can we um, put this vision into practice? How can we spread the message um, with the sense of empowerment and, um, and um, urgency that Moshed himself instilled in us? So I, I cherish this time with you, and I believe that this is our opportunity to begin to think in this visionary way as stewards of the message for the future.